0: Call us on zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. right, 24 minutes now to eight. Obviously trying to get as many different views as we can on what happened in the city of Cape Town yesterday, what's happening there this morning. You know the number zero eight six We've been able to get through now to the chair of the South African National Taxi Council in the Western Cape, Mandla Hermanus. Mandla, good morning and thank you for, ta- for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Good morning to you and your listeners. What happened in the meeting yesterday that led you to the decision to basically cancel the services, to go on strike?
1: Uh, The decision was arrived at... uh, Because what we did at that meeting, we reported on the progress of the task team that was established in March when the new MEC uh, took office. And uh, what has happened so far and in support, it was clear that the conditions that had led to us forming the task team have not changed. And in fact, things had gotten worse. You would have seen the incidents that had happened two days earlier when law enforcement were having their operations. And we understand that by their own statistics, they have reported over 6,000 victims between January and June. Uh, which is an average of over a 1,000 vehicles every month that are impounded. And as a result of that, as a direct result of those impoundments, uh, our operators in the metro alone, from just one financial institution, 488 vehicles have been repossessed. 209 vehicles are due to be repossessed. They are with the sheriff, as we speak. So it was clear that the tasking. Is not achieving any of these goals instead things are getting worse for our operators and the decision was taken that we should pull our vehicles off the road
0: was the police Mr Becky Taylor part of that meeting
1: oh no, Mr Becky Taylor was not part of that meeting Mr Becky Taylor had been around I think even a day before there was a time when he was at the Belleville taxi eh? a day before yesterday on his own business so he was not part of our engagement yesterday.
0: Okay, so he had nothing and to maybe do with I any was of this.
1: There uh, we had all different political parties there but Bekele was not one of them.
0: Okay. The um City of Cape Town says that they are just implementing a national law under the Road Traffic Act. They say that people who uh, carry passengers the law allows their vehicles to be impounded for breaking the law and they're only implementing a national law and that other councils around the country do the same thing. Isn't that true?
1: Why then is it the the phenomena is so unique to the Western case even though the National Land Transport Act provides for a discretion to impound vehicles. So we do not dispute that but nowhere else in the country will you have your vehicle in impounded because a driver is not wearing a safety belt. Okay,
0: that is but...
1: why that is why you've got different categories of offenses and different categories of sanctions in line with those offenses. The more serious the offense, the more likelihood that your vehicle will be impounded. And we agree with that. We totally agree with that. But what we are saying now, the city has replaced the word it may impound to impound for anything and everything, and we, Don't, we do not believe that is the right approach.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, you. Um, there's obviously been discussions in the past with the city and with the province. Um, uh, you were quoted as saying earlier that you were only prepared to talk to the city again on Monday, so no services until then. Is there any negotiation at the moment? Is there any chance services could resume before then?
1: There is no chance that the services will resume before the 10th of August. Uh, there are various reasons. We've been observing what the government officials, both provincial and uh, local government, what is being said in the media. They've been having interviews, and the trend that we've picked up is that up until now, the government of the Western Cape views the taxi industry as a profit-driven commercial enterprise, but is not critical for the functioning of the economy of the province and the transportation of its citizens. So until there is a shift where the government sees us as providing an essential service out of our own pockets because we invest our own money to provide a service that should be provided by government in the first place, while there are other players who are funded by government yeah. because they tune of billions. Until that happens, and then government has to ensure that that service that we provide, the quality of that service improves, both for us, for the government, and for the commuters that we transport.
0: All right, Mandla, Who was responsible for the violence yesterday? Who petrol bombed buses?
1: We don't know who petrol bombed buses.
0: It was people in your. All, it was people we, in your industry, wasn't it?
1: No, you cannot say it was people in our industry. Our drivers when those incidents happened, our drivers were captured on social media, driving our vehicles from wherever they were, from town. So they were on the road driving our taxis. But they were nowhere near the scenes where those things were happening. We, we know every time there is some action by the taxi industry, it's always criminal elements. If some of those elements are within the taxi industry, then the law must take its course because we do not encourage acts of criminality when, when we embark on any form of action. That's why so, we were clear that we are not going to protest. We are not going to march, but we will simply pull then, our
0: back off the road. Then who blocked the N2 yesterday? Come on, Mandler, every single no, time, no, Every no, single time this no, 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 happens, no, no, no. it is no, always no, 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 violence. And frankly, I don't think anyone believes you.
1: <laughs> Look, the police blocked the N1. The taxi drivers, in fact, the N2, the taxi drivers were driving almost in a comfort because All the the taxis left the ranks at the same time. They were driving. There were no taxis that stopped on the N2 and blocked the traffic. But it was police who then tried to escort the taxis and then blocking some of the roads, not the taxi drivers.
0: So how is it that every time there is some kind of taxi strike, there is all of this violence? Is it just magic? Is it, it, are you the victim it, it, of someone else?
1: It's not unique to taxi strikes. Any form of action, you see burning of tyres, whether it's communities protesting about whatever, you see this. So it's not unique to so, because there are always people who are ready to wreak havoc whenever there is an opportunity. Do so. It's unfortunate that maybe when we embark on an action, then that opportunity is created for criminal elements to do the kinds of things
0: that they do. Mandla Hermanis, I appreciate the time. I know you've got a lot to do today. Thank you very much indeed. The chair of the South African National Taxi Council in the Western Cape. Also